Hello and welcome to the 1-106 of a second photography podcast. Before we go into the episode, I just want to say that the hosting for Apple podcast is going to move because I'm changing podcast provider. So I put the new link within this episode. So if you're already subscribed on the new link, don't worry. If not, you've got um, about a month before things move over fully. So please do resubscribe to Apple Podcasts just to keep updated. Thank you. So today's episode is called Am I Getting Better? Now, whenever you take on something new, you go through several periods. When you first start something new, you see some rapid improvements quite quickly. You get better quite rapidly and you see big improvements and then that spurs you on to do more. And then those improvements start to level off. They don't die out completely. You're always learning and I subscribe to lifelong learning. I quite like learning new things and I'm not completely given up on learning. I'm still learning things um, for hobbies, in my career, for personal life. I always like to upskill myself. But the more you do it, the less you see because your big gains are when you first start off. I taught myself photography completely and that was by doing by watching YouTube videos and generally just by practicing. And the more you practice at something, the better you get. And recently I was looking back at some of my really early serious photography images and I wasn't impressed with them. Some of them were a bit shaky, some of them were a bit blurry, some of them the composition was off, some of them the editing was really overprocessed, and I'd really overdone it with the editing. And it got me thinking, am I still improving? Have I got to my peak? Will I not get any better? Well, I think I will get a little bit better because I've still got an awful lot to learn particularly with street photography which is something I'm really enjoying doing I don't think you'll ever master street photography because there's so many variables and everything is going to be completely different each time so I don't think you'll ever master street photography or I certainly don't think I will because with street photography you've got the challenge of the photography being close to people taking pictures of people that worry of confrontation all those other things that go along with street photography so the things I'm really pleased with in photography that I've learned are I've learned to use flash and off-camera flash. And again, that's through teaching myself. And when I got into photography, I knew there was a problem with dynamic range. And I knew the more expensive camera I got, the better the dynamic range would be. I soon cottoned on that buying a £40 flash was a much better investment and much better value for money than upgrading my camera to have a better sensor. So I learned off-camera flash and I got quite good with it. And I do believe if you look at any professional image of people most of them are going to use flash but you won't notice it it won't be apparent unless you truly look for it in detail and that is the art of good flash that it looks natural and doesn't look like a flash has been used so you can get that just by using bounce flash so flash i was really pleased with i also started straight off with doing manual shooting and now that i can do manual shooting i tend to shoot more in aperture priority now but i certainly learned how to use manual shooting straight off i learned videography in fact i learned videography before i got serious about photography videography was what got me into photography and i learned techniques for street photography and how to do street photography and i've tried other things i've tried landscape i tried macro photography but my passion's not really there for them wildlife photography just doesn't really appeal to me and landscape and macro don't really appeal to me too much there are elements that i like and i probably like macro more than i like landscape but probably not as much as portraiture and street photography so what got better what did i get better at well in no particular order i got better at editing my images and I got better at editing in both Photoshop and Lightroom. And really, it was Lightroom that jumped ahead. Lightroom I found much quicker, much more intuitive, 
and I wasn't really doing an awful lot of retouching, so Lightroom was fine for me. I'm not someone who will spend hours and hours retouching an image because I'm not selling them for commercial reasons. I'm not trying to get that perfect look for a beauty commercial or anything. So I can do pretty much most things in Lightroom and I don't need to go into Photoshop and tinker around with it. Occasionally I will to do a bit of skin smoothing and maybe a bit of liquefying and stuff, but they're very, very minor things. I don't spend a lot of time in Photoshop. And I got quicker at editing, and strangely, the better I got at editing, the more I was happy not to edit. And that's, that's a really odd thing to say. But I became more comfortable with unedited images, and I became more comfortable with quickly edited images, and I became more comfortable with just pressing the auto button. And whether that be on my smartphone, or that's in Lightroom, or in something else, I was quite happy to see what auto gave me. I was quite happy to move on because I've not, I've learned from experience that you can spend hours, hours tinkering with an image and the effort you put in doesn't quite translate to the output. If I spent five minutes editing one image and then I went on and I edited it for an hour, the output would not be 60 times better. Now there's two schools of thought here. This school of thought applies in what I do for YouTube. One school of thought is get things out there quickly. Get things out there that will make do. So you might choose to put out a lot of short YouTube videos. And one school of thought is put the best into everything you do. So really, really work. Put in that little bit of extra effort, that big bit of extra effort if you need to. Because it will really pay off and it will really elevate your work. And my experience, and this is my experience only, and people can differ and people are allowed to have a different opinion because that's not a problem. I found that neither work, to be honest. When I first got my YouTube channel, I spent ages editing the videos, really put a lot of time in. They had custom introductions that took ages to make. They were fantastically done. They put, I put so much effort in and no one watched them. So this wasn't a photography channel, this was a different channel. Probably they're, they're my best videos that I've ever made for that channel. I think I made 30 videos. They're excellent. They're really well made, but no one watched them. Now that you could argue that's the subject matter that I chose to do my videos on. I'm very proud of those videos, but no one watched them. When I started my photography YouTube channel, I just wanted to put stuff out there and I went the other way. So I looked at just doing videos quickly and not spending weeks on them, but spending hours on them. And of course, you know, I'm not saying I spent an hour on it, but I didn't spend the length of time that I used to spend on it. And they got more views so I could output more. And as my ability to do that dwindled because my time got taken up with other things, I could still do some outputs. And I think I put out about 115 YouTube videos. And what's interesting when you put out that much is you can change, you can very quickly change and you can see what works. So they're not all on the same thing. Some are reviews, some are tutorials, some are thoughts, some are techniques, some are editing, how to edit photos. And you can see what does better. And actually you'll be very surprised at what does better than other things. Very interesting. Had I been putting in that painstaking effort, I wouldn't be able to see. But equally, I'm slightly holding myself back because I'm it's not the best it could be. So that's just my thoughts on editing. So I'm comfortable with editing. I've learned a lot. I know I can do some wonderful things in editing, but mainly I just want to fix a few things, color, contrast, get the exposure right, and slightly change composition and crop if it needs to.
I've got better at not needing to retake an image. I've got better at nailing it first time. And that's really a growth in experience. So when I first started, I take a picture, I look at it on the back of the camera and I think, oh, that's good. And I'd move on and do something else. And then when I went to import it into the computer and I went to edit it, I found it wasn't quite sharp. It was maybe blurry. It was maybe out of focus. And you can't tell that on the back of the camera. So it might have been that I thought it, was in, it looked in focus, but it was actually the nose that was in focus and not the eyes. Oh, and th that's terrible. So next time I went out, I would shoot the same thing three or four times just to be safe and end up with loads of images. And I would get the one I want, be a 25% hit rate. I take four images and get one I'm happy with. Whereas now I've got to the point and in my learning and my experience and my comfort levels with success, I'm pretty happy to take one and that's it. I know what to look for. I know to focus on the eyes. I know if the person is moving that I stop and I don't, you know, I, I get them to be still and I, I do things a bit differently. So my success rate has improved and I'm not taking hundreds and hundreds of images like I was before. Don't get me wrong, on a shoot I can take 100 images, but before it would have been 400. So I've got much better at just the process of taking images that are successful and my success rate has gone up. My street photography abilities have improved and really that's just confidence when you do something like street photography you need to know the camera you're using you need to be able to get it out very quickly get the shot you want and move on you can't do that if you're having to dive into the menus or fiddle with switches just taking lots of pictures with your camera will help you you will get a muscle memory of how to use it now i've got loads of cameras obviously and i might take a different one for street photography but i've learned how to use them all for each one i know where the sweet spot is for certain things I know which camera to pick for which scenario, where I'll get the best use out of it and what I need to do to get a good use out of it. But really what's improved with street photography is going to the right locations, going at the right time. Experience has taught me when to go, what to do and how to behave. And as I've gone on, my confidence has improved. And so I'm not so worried now. It's not such a big hurdle and it's not, not so fearful and frightful. And I can get better images because I'm happy to go closer to people with a wide angle lens and get the images I'm looking for. And I'm also more relaxed. With an increase in experience comes an increase in confidence. And therefore, I'm more relaxed. I'm more certain I'm going to get the right shot and the shot I'm happy with. And working in portraits, I've got better interacting with people. I'm not particularly good with interacting with people. I'm not a people person. If we ever go to a wedding, myself or my wife, and we have to talk to lots of people within four or five minutes, I run out of things to say to people. I'm not, I'm not very good at that sort of thing. But I have got better with interacting with people on shoots, and I'm now better than I was. Some of the more tricky shoots I'll do might be a high key or a low key photography. So high key is shot against infinite white, and low key is shot against black. And when I first started doing them again, on the back of the camera, they looked okay. When I got into image editing, they weren't good. The white wasn't white. It was a cream. The black wasn't dark enough. I've now got better at that. I've now picked up ways to check I've got it right in camera using clipping and histograms and other things, maybe underexposing or overexposing for high key. So I'm now much better at that. There's nothing worse than coming home. You've packed everything up, you're finished, you come home and it's not right. I've also learned, due to bitter experience, not to take so much gear out before I take everything out of me, just in case. Now, I take the bare minimum, and I'm much happier, much easier. I live in a big house, and I have to, there's lots of stairs to get up to where my camera gear is. So before, I'd be going up and down the stairs, getting gear, getting it packed, getting in my car, go out to the chute, carting the gear around with me, sending it up, it falling over, packing it back in, getting it back and down up the stairs. 
It was hard work. It took some of the enjoyment away. It made it harder. But now I'll just go with a camera, one lens, one flash type thing. And the quality of what I get doesn't suffer. But I've learned that sometimes with gear, less is more. And equally, maybe my gear purchasing has tailed off. I've started to get what I need, so I don't buy so much gear anymore. And I've learned to be happy with what I've got. Don't get me wrong, I probably buy more photography gear than your average consumer. But I'm a photographer and we all do that. So I have got better. The question of my podcast is, am I getting better still? Well, yes, I think I am getting better. I'm always learning things. And because I'm keen on photography, I will always be interested in learning things and improving my technique. But I'm not seeing those real big jumps and those real big changes in my learning. I'm not making leaps and bounds because I feel I'm already towards the top. When you're at the bottom of your learning, you do make leaps and bounds. You do come on quickly. But when you get a bit higher up, that starts to tail off and that's only natural. I feel I could pass on a lot of knowledge, but I don't feel I'm so good that I shouldn't be seeking knowledge and accepting knowledge from people. Wait, there's still some improvement. There's still some techniques I can pick up on and there's always room to improve. But generally, I'm quite happy with how I've got on and how I've learned and there have been cases where I've passed knowledge on to people and they've been really happy and I've helped them with techniques and things and general improvements so am I getting better but the question is are you getting better do you review your images and see if you can do better do you take the time to have a think after a shoot of how you could do things better do you experiment do you take risks and do you take chances or do you always do exactly the same thing because if you always do the same thing you will always get the same results Do you do different things? Do you try different things? Are you willing to try different things? That's something I ask you to consider. And maybe next time you do photography, you do something different. You limit yourself. You restrict yourself. You take one lens or you take that lens you haven't used for ages or you try different angles or different shots or light differently or use a different modifier. Challenge yourself to do something different and challenge yourself to grow with photography. And that brings us to the end of this episode where I've talked about how I have improved what I've done and how I think you should challenge yourself if you can. And certainly the next shoot I go on, I'm going to be looking to challenge myself and do something unconventional. I hope you do too. Thank you. Goodbye.